I like to see the happiness on people when they see their yards, just they see the yard all new and everything. And I've had some people telling me that um, they haven't used the whole backyard in months because it's been a, it's been a disaster. And we come in and then their kids are out there playing and everything. So we like to see the happiness. We like to bring things out to life. This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we have Jerson Ramirez. Jerson is a land and hardscaper in the Bay Area and has worked on my own projects in the past. In this episode, Jerson will let us know what it costs to rebuild a driveway and what to do if you're trying to sell your home on a budget. If you enjoy this episode, subscribe to the show and leave a review. We release episodes every Wednesday and Sunday and release the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com. Enjoy. Thanks for coming on the show today. Go ahead and tell us who you are and what do you do? So my name is Jerson, uh, Jerson Ramirez, and my company basically does a lot of landscape, a lot of uh, hardscape outside of a house. We focus on front and backyards, kind of like any ideas that a homeowner has, we have to bring them out to life. And who are your typical clients? We get a lot of uh, people who fix houses uh, like yourself. They like to buy them, fix them, and put them out in the market. But we also get a lot of people who have owned a house for a couple of years, and they uh, look at the yards, and they want to do something new. So it's basically every, everybody out there. We focus a lot of uh, residential rather than uh, do a lot of commercials. Um, so a lot of people who own houses are the, the ones who always uh, tend to, uh, to call us. And what kind of landscaping do you guys typically do on their houses? We focus on everything. We like to do uh, a lot of like uh, driveways, um, a lot of landscape, a lot of uh, irrigation. We do anything from drip system, from grass, normal grass, artificial grass. We do fences. Uh, we do anything from driveway, walkways, porches, and um, anything that has to do like with the outside. We also do like fully cleanups. If somebody doesn't want to spend too much money, but they just want to have a, their yard clean up, we, we also do that as well. And so what kind of work is involved in Let's say someone has a really bad driveway, they want to replace it. How do you go about fixing the driveway? So the first thing I, I like to ask the people, uh, the homeowners are exactly what they want to have done. Because there's a lot of things that come into when you want to build it in the driveway. Either you want to have it from uh, made it from asphalt, you want to have a concrete, you want to do uh, pavers, or you want to do stamp concrete. So all that comes to mind. Um, and also as like how much they want to spend in it. And how how they want it to make you know to to look at it like uh, what's the look that they're looking to achieve. So when it comes to that, uh, I give them options. Um, but you know, a lot of people really don't like concrete. So and that's what a lot of people have nowadays. Um, so everybody's trying to kind of like upgrade to pavers or stamp concrete that it's very similar to pavers. And we just go from there. We just ask them the ideas that they have. Sometimes they they want us to give them ideas because they're not sure. They're not sure on the prices. So I kind of like. Like when, when they tell me that they're not sure on price, I'd like to ask them what's like a budget that they want to keep it in. That way I can I can recommend them what type of material they should be, you know, that they should be using for, for that type of work they want to do. So what's the typical timeline for a job? Small and big jobs, it varies. Um, we normally, like if it's just a simple driveway and a walkway, it takes us up to two weeks, two to three weeks probably. Um, take in mind that we have to, before anything that needs to be occurred, like we called uh, A11 USA that they come and, and mark all the utilities and after three days that they mark the whole areas 
uh, then we we begin our, our job. So that's what we we kind of give it. In. And we always like to give a little bit of more of a, more time. Uh, you can take us out to two weeks, but I like to say two weeks and a half or three weeks. That way we don't feel pressured or or you know some materials delayed. We still have those more days to play with. So what is the timeline like? How many days for demolition? How many days for construction? And how many days for actually finishing all up with the finishing touches? Demolition, I think, should be the uh, fastest thing that we, we need to do. So demolition should take us no more than four days. Okay. That means, uh, you know, breaking everything in, hauling everything away, having our foundation in, having everything just kind of cleared out for materials to be uh, installed. For installation, it usually depends on, on how big the job site is. But, you know, my crew can get 1,000 square feet down probably in about... Um, uh, I'll say probably like in less than a week. Then you have a lot of like, you know, the cuts that you need to make, um, the borders and stuff like that. So I think installation in general will take us probably a little bit over a week. How do you guys go about installing your pavers or your concrete or asphalt? Everything has like a different process or when it comes to any demolition that needs to be done for a driveway because of the of all the traffic that goes in and out, cars, uh, we need to, you know, do the demolition uh, approximately nine to 10 inches in concrete and Asphalt and also as pavers, they have the similar foundation, which is a base rock. Compact it, we level it, we grade it and make sure that the water flow goes away from the house. And then it just varies on whether they want concrete. We do rebars um, and, you know, we skip the, the bedding process, which is like a top sand that we do underneath pavers. It's kind of like a smooth uh, smooth bedding that we use. It, it, it just depends on what, what they want to do. All right, let's talk about a specific case because I don't know what base rock is. I don't know what rebar is. Go ahead and, and tell me these things as if I'm, you know, like in fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. So uh, technically base rock is just, it's kind of like a recycled concrete crushed with a lot of like, you know, sand and, and, and rocks and they just mix it on together. So that's like our main foundation. That's what we use all the time when we do anything, you know, from, from asphalt, from concrete or, or pavers. So wait, so basically the first thing you do is you come in, you demolition the whole driveway, right? With like a jackhammer or something and you take out all that junk. So now it's just... Dirt, I guess, right? Yeah, so now it's just dirt. At that time, we, we make sure that we have that, that we have those nine or 10 inches. After that, we we, uh, we like to install the fabric underneath because we don't want uh, the soil and our foundation to mix. Also, this fabric helps us, uh, helps the weeds, um, prevent the weeds from coming out. And it also from help, it helps us like from preventing the, the uh, pavers from sinking later in the future. So it's like a plasticky kind of fabric, like a tarp? Yeah, it's kind of like a tarp, kind of like a tarp, yeah, permeable, allows water to go down. Um, you know, it's really, it's a really strong fabric. So we, we like to install that all the time, either when we do artificial grass, when we do that as in pavers, concrete or asphalt, we like to do that. Um, after that is we, we do bring in our, our base rock, our new foundation, we spread it all around. So like I, like I mentioned, that's just crushed um, concrete with, uh, with rocks and, and, and sand. Uh, we leveled out the whole thing, making sure that we still have those the space for for the pavers and for the concrete. Uh, after that, after we we grade it, we level it, we grade it, and make sure all the the levels are right. We start compacting it, making sure that the foundation is very steady, very strong. Um, once that is set in, then if we're doing concrete, we start doing rebars. Rebar helps uh, the concrete to to be more stable and also to not crack in the future. Now we can't guarantee that it won't crack because any type of concrete can crack in a Next day, a couple months, years, weeks, and some don't even crack. I, I've seen some houses that have concrete for over like 40 years and in very good conditions. What What is rebar? 
Rebar is just just like a bar made out of metal. Uh, it comes from different sizes depending on what we do. When we do porches or when we do uh, bigger things that involve more more concrete in it, we do um, stronger rebar. But usually for for driveways and for walkways, uh, rebar that we use is like three and a quarter. Uh, so is that basically like just reinforced concrete because of the yeah. bars? Yeah, I see. It just helps helps the the concrete. Uh, just reinforce the concrete. Like I said, it, it kind of prevents it from cracking, but not a hundred percent. And what do you guys do to compact the, what's it called, the base rock? Jumping jack, or we just use the, our, our machine to compact it. When he, uh, We use the jumping jack when it comes to, like, walkways, when our, our, our compactor doesn't fit on it. So we, we use that. We probably do it around two to three times to make sure that everything's really steady. Uh, once we compact it, it brings it out down a little bit. So we make sure that, you know, we fill it up, making sure that those levels are still good. Uh, once that is well compacted and if we're doing um, – pavers we're bringing probably half an inch of a, a tops in we, we spread it out level it smooth um still keeping in mind that you know that grading that slope to to allow the water to go away from the house mm-hmm. and after that you know for pavers is a much simpler uh process we just make sure that um the homeowner picks out the the pattern the colors for the border for the inside and we go from there we start my guys start placing it in the the pattern size we go through right and it's just like one square at a time for pavers right for pavers yeah my guys uh you know the book is that we provide for the like the catalogs he already has kind of like the patterns that we uh that we work with so they just start placing a pattern they follow that pattern consistently and then what do you guys put in between each paver so that they all stick together so that's like at the end of the process so what we do is that um for the for the inside and outside is different. For the inside, we just start placing them in on top of that bedding, like I called. Um, and after that is done, we start doing all the the border. The border we make it out of concrete footing, so it's like uh, for for driveways about nine to ten inches. Mix it out with cement. All that base rock, all the tops in, and we mix it out with cement, and we just mix the whole thing out. We smooth it out, and we're placing the 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 new pavers in there. Now um, it's not finished yet until. You know, we add a polymeric sand. It's just a, a sand that goes in between all those joints. It, it hardens the pavers, keeps them in place, and just gives it that finished look. It acts like a glue because once you mix it with water, well, we we spread it all into all the joints. We broom the whole driveway, the whole patio. It goes all in between the joints. We compact the pavers uh, again. Uh, that way it moves the pavers a little bit, allowing all that sand to go all the way down. Fills up all the joints. We wash the whole driveway, the whole patio, the walkway, and um, the water just soaks in with the with the sand and hardens it and acts like a, like a glue. So now it's hard for for us to even pull out a, a brick out. What are the different costs between asphalt, concrete, and pavers? How do you usually budget per square feet? But everything changes. The the question that I get a lot is that people call me up and they they want to get a price per square feet because they want to see what comp- how, how much they they charge each company. Um, so they sometimes like homeowners already measure out their area and they just want to get a square footage price. That way they, they know how, you know, they don't have to make meetings to have companies take a look at it. They just, you know, go from there. And I don't, I don't really like to do that because um, I, I've done it in the past and it's not the same as giving a price off on the, like, on the phone than, you know, seeing it because you never know what's on that side. Like, you know, on that house, sometimes the levels are not right. So you have to do demolition, more demolition than, than normally. You have to take out more sand. You have to take out more dirt. And, and to hollow away dirt is even more expensive than concrete. The thing is that I, I like to make an appointment and I just go from there. But typically, asphalt is much cheaper than concrete. Concrete is much cheaper than pavers. 
But once you start getting into like that stamp concrete or colored concrete, then, you know, the price goes up. Like if you were doing pavers. So I always recommend to do just pavers because like I said, concrete might crack in the future. Uh, and asphalt, I'm not really a big fan of it. You know, homeowners, if they want to do asphalt, we'll give them what they want. Asphalt is not very pretty. I don't think people usually get that nowadays anyways. For asphalt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've A lot of people who have asphalt right now, they're just starting to kind of, you know, take all that away and just do like concrete or, or pavers. Yeah. Um, asphalt is not, not so popular as, as pavers are right now. So imagine like a flat house. Okay. There's no crazy leveling needed. A typical driveway is what? 1,000 square feet? Uh, 1,000 square feet. If you're looking about probably um, concrete, normal concrete, let's say 1,000 square feet demolition, normal as well. You're looking about 12,000 to like 13,000. Now, if you're doing with pavers, you're looking at anything from 15 to even 20 or $23,000. It all depends on what type of pavers they choose as well. There, there's pavers are, you know, probably seven dollars per square feet and then there's other ones that are like three dollars per square feet so it all depends on what material they use the you know the things that come into mind as well is that the the patterns uh the sizes of the pavers all that so so that's why it varies with concrete it's you know typically around that that area from 12 to thirteen thousand for a thousand square feet of a area normal area demolition no extra hauling away anything like that so besides driveways you also do like landscaping parts as well, like yeah. softscape. So tell me about that. What are the typical patterns that people are usually doing now in the Bay Area? There was a, a whole thing going out with, you know, like that drought that we um, couldn't be using too much water. So um, a lot of people started taking out all the grass and just putting drought-resistant plants, putting, you know, mulch, ground cover, rocks, things like that. Every time I come and I look at a job, and, and I see, you know, they want to do a new driveway, a new patio, but then their their yard is kind of messy as well. I, I give them an option. I start giving them some some samples, some pictures that make it look nice. Uh, I mean, it, they end up spending a little bit more money, but it's not a crazy amount of money. It just it just makes the, the whole the whole job, the whole project look nicer. You know, uh, I've had some people do um, some fences are brand new. Some are really old. They do, you know some half half of the fence they do it all new and the other one they keep it old and at the end of the you know the job they look at it and they want to do the whole thing because it doesn't look good so that's what i feel like when i do a new driveway and their front yard is all messed up all full of weeds the grass is dead and no plants are you know just they're all dead irrigation is not working so i always give them that option you know and, and once we're there i always try to work at a price if we get the project i always try to work at a price that way they you know they get the whole the whole yard complete but um, I love uh, doing a lot of like ground covers, uh, a lot of mulch with, uh, you know, green plants and just like small little plants, not too crazy. Always looks good on house. So mulch is basically just bark, right? What is what is mulch exactly? Mulch and bark, a lot of people uh, get that mixed up. Uh, it's like technically the same thing. Probably a lot of people know mulch as a, like a kind of like shredded pieces of, uh, of like trees, like uh it's just shredded and it just makes a lot of dust. When it rains, it gets really soggy. It gets really messy. So I, I really personally, I don't like I don't like uh, mulch as, as much as uh, bark. Is just like I said, kind of like wood chips chopped around, like from the trees. Uh, they have they come in different colors. You, you're looking at uh, some red ones, um, wine color, uh, black, brown, things like that. So you prefer to use bark on your projects? Yeah, I, I, I love to use bark. It's, it's it's simple. It's something easy to do. Uh, it's not heavy. It's something that you can do really, really quick. Uh, we like to plant all the plants that need to be planted right away. And uh, 
after the last step would be doing the bark just to fill in the whole areas. And before that, we also do install it with weed fabric with staples to make sure that the weeds don't come out. Now, again, we can't guarantee it because, you know, birds and, and the wind always flies out the little seeds on it. So eventually, you know, in a couple weeks, months, a little bit like some weeds start coming out, but not as much as, you know, they, they usually do if we don't apply that weed fabric. And what I always tell the guys or the homeowners is just just start pulling. If you see a weed, just pull it out, making sure that, you know, you're taking care of it. If your gardener sees it, he should be pulling that out. That way it doesn't take control of the whole gardening. So what are the price for dry landscaping? Like I say, it varies depending on a lot of people have uh, areas where it's too big. Uh, we have to haul away a lot of dirt. Um, usually for bark, we're probably pricing it out like 150 to even possibly $200 a yard. That includes the material and us picking it up and spreading it. Uh, we also start charging around 50 cents to a dollar per square foot when we do a weed fabric. And we also do for irrigation for valves. For valves, we're looking at about probably like uh, $150 to $250 per valve. That includes the uh, the valve itself, the wiring, the connection, the drip lines as well, all the sprinklers that go to the plants. And then plants, you just, if you were looking for one gallon, five gallons or 15 gallons, we kind of price it out from there as well. So then how do you even, how do you even create an irrigation drip system? Like what does that require? So it's just uh, a lot of people want to do drip lines um, rather than having sprinklers to just, you know, spraying all around. So we give them that option. It's just a, it's just a black pipe. We connect it to the main valve uh, and we just run the, the, the pipe all around the, the system, like all around where the plants are. And out of that, you know, we just kind of like pop a little hole on it and we connect a small sprinkler next to the plant where it's going to be watering it. So technically what that does, it just it waters that. Only it waters only one plant at a time. Like you know, it can be watering twenty plants, but you don't see the the water being you know spread out everywhere. And you can just like readjust the the heads so it waters that only plant that you place it in. Um, the bad thing about that is that it's very sensible. Like uh, some somebody can just come and chop it off with a knife, um, or you know you can. Uh, some people you know some kids when they see something like that they start pulling it. Uh, if you have dogs, uh, you know, they can mess it up as well. Uh, so a lot of people don't like that. Um, I prefer doing that instead of just having sprinklers popping out as well because it just waters a lot of things. And remember, if he's watering a lot of things, a lot of like the whole area where there's no plants, weeds are going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I think uh, having a drip line is just more kind of like a more clean look because you don't see it. We try to hide it under with some staples, we staple it down. Uh, after we do the weed fabric, we staple the 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 whole black hose, and then on top of that, we we add the the ground cover. But the um the drip line goes all the way to the valve. We connect it there, and that's how we do it. Where do you even go to throw away some of the stuff? You said it costs more money to throw away dirt than like concrete. Why is that? Honestly, I I don't I don't know I don't know why. It's just uh it just does. Uh, a lot of people. I get this a lot, you know, um, when, when I do a backyard, a lot of people want us to give them a lot of discount because they don't have concrete, but they have a lot of dirt. And, and they, they think that, you know, it's, it's, it's easier because we don't have to break anything. But I always tell them, you know, I can't provide a lot of discount because even, even dirt, it's more expensive than just, you know, hauling away concrete. And, and the thing about it is that a lot of people don't know and they don't take this in mind is that, um, you know, when, when you have a, a level of, of dirt just, just sitting there, and you start, you know, excavating around it and you start pulling out dirt, the dirt starts getting crazy. So let's say that in your mind, you calculate around two yards of dirt that you're going to haul away. 
once you start digging and digging, instead of those two yards, you're gonna start. You know, you get like an extra yard because the the, the dirt is well compacted. And once you start digging, you just get you know it just spreads, it gets crazy. So you gotta kind of like know exactly what you're looking at in in terms of prices as well. You can't be uh, you know providing a lot of discount just because it's dirt and you don't you don't have to break anything. You know, and um, we just go to regular dumpsters wherever we're close by. We don't like to waste too much time. Uh, some dumpsters charge more than others. But all the time, too, like in every dumpster, dirt is more expensive to, to haul away. Uh, I think it's just because, you know, they can't use it as much. Um, the Like I said, with concrete, when we dump it, you know, they have big machines and they just crush the whole thing and they make base truck out of it. So they're making money out of it again. You know, we, we pay them to dump it there and then they make a whole new thing and then they get more money out of it. So I think that, you know, that's why they charge less to dump concrete than, than the soil. It's a good business model. It is, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of mines of just a lot of accumulated base rock and a lot of trucks just come in and just taking a lot, you know, because like I said, concrete, uh, pavers, and asphalt, you use that foundation. So that is used a lot. And dirt, it's just, you know, they just dump it out there and I don't, I don't know exactly what they do with it. So what's the biggest job you've ever done? Uh, currently, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that job right now. Uh, actually when I started, it was like about a year, a year, a year and a half ago. Um, I got out of high school, um, and I started uh, getting into my dad's business and I started, um, talking to clients. My third month into the company, uh, I landed a job. Uh, I was, uh, I was working at a job. I was doing some, some sod, some normal grass. It was like 200 square feet. I remember that day the guy called me, he said, Hey, look, I, I found your website. Come take a look at this job. And he said, it's pretty big. You know, uh, and I have a lot of ideas, and that job was um, around sixty thousand. So I was impressed. It was only my third month into the company; I had just landed that job, and I was really excited. And then recently, I've been getting a lot of calls, and and a lot of the the prices that I send out um, come out to like from fifty to sixty. And uh, not too long ago, I just landed a job that was around fifty one thousand. I started selling a little bit more things to the guy. He, I saw that he needed a new fence. So I, you know, I added a fence. I saw that he needed, he wanted a, he, he wasn't sure if he wanted to do a, a patio now or just wait a couple more months. And I kind of convinced him to do it now, now that we're there. And then he wanted a new retaining wall. So uh, the, uh, at the end, I, I did the whole quote. Everything came out to 68,000. And we started working in that one probably like around three weeks ago. So we're, we're still in that one. So I think that's been the biggest one. That I've gotten so far right now. I, I I sent out a call a week ago for a job that it was ninety ninety seven thousand in um Atherton. I didn't end up getting it. Um, I did not end up getting it, but that's been the biggest job that I've given a bid to. Yeah, it was a a huge house. I'm sure Atherton. I mean, and they probably don't care as much, right? Uh, I know someone, and they spend, I think it was nine hundred bucks a month just on lawn maintenance because they do twice a week. They want their lawn like a golf course. 900 a month, wow. I think so. I'm not entirely sure. It's like I heard from someone else, right? Yeah, I, I mean, like, Atherton, you know, if you hit Atherton, it's where the kind of like, you know, big buck is. A lot of, a lot of people with a lot of money there. So, um, yeah, I mean, once I, when the guy told me, he's like, oh, I live in Atherton. I'm, I just built this new house and we're, we're not finished yet, but I want to get a price. I just knew right away that it was going to be 50,000 plus, you know, job. I was like, there's no way it can be less than that. He, he, he told me over the phone, he's a new driveway all the way to the back. He said, new lawn, trees, fences, everything. And I was like, you know, it's Atherton. He's gotta, gotta be at least 50 and up. So I quoted him around 95 grand. 
I think another company got it. Uh, I drove by uh, a couple of days ago, and they still haven't started anything there. But yeah, the guy told me that he went with another party. But I mean, sometimes jobs are just not for you. You know, sometimes you know jobs come and go, and some jobs that are meant for you, they're meant for you. Some are not. But right now, I'm, I'm super busy. So if I would have gotten that job, I wouldn't be able to start it for like a month from now, maybe. Jeez. So I guess it's good, you know. Business is good. Business is good, yeah. But uh, I just, I just love to get more jobs. You know, I like to have jobs kind of lined up, making sure that my guys are, you know, are busy, making sure that we're busy, that we have somewhere to go. As soon as we finish one, we got another place to go. So I, I like that. You know, I like that feeling. I like that feeling that I get when, when I get a text message, a call, or an email saying, "Okay, you know, we'd like, we'd like to go with you. We're ready to, you know, proceed. What's the next step?" So I just, I like that feeling. You know, I like to. Um, celebrate. I like to treat myself sometimes when I get that. Um, I don't know. It's just a good feeling. And then when they tell me, you know, we we like to go with another party, it, it gets me a little bit sad. But then I start thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe you just it just wasn't for me, you know. That's right. I mean, there's always gonna be there's always gonna be next deals. Yeah, so you got, don't you, worry. Yeah, you got to learn how to take you know those L's at times. You know, you got to take those uh those losses. You know, some jobs are for you, some jobs are not. And uh, my dad always tells me, maybe you know that job wasn't for you. Maybe you weren't gonna make enough money. Maybe you were gonna uh, you know, have a, a headache throughout the whole job because maybe the the homeowner was complicated and, and thank God you didn't get it, right? So right. kind of like that positive attitude the whole time is just that positive vibe all the time, just being really positive, not worrying about stuff too much. And I like to stay that way too. But like I said, I get really happy when I get that call and they tell me, you know, you got it. So so what is the most difficult part of your of your job? The most difficult part of my job, I think I have a lot of areas that I, you know, that are very hard for me. Uh, so technically, I don't, I don't really stay at a job site for more than thirty minutes or an hour. I think the most I stay at a job site is probably like 30, 30 minutes around there, because I have to go somewhere, I have to go to another, I have to go to a meeting, or I have to go to another job site, or I have to go I get materials, I have to go meet up my dad, I have to go, you know, do some paperwork, uh, or my dad, you know, sometimes he's busy, he gives me a call, he wants me to go to an appointment that he's, you know, he's gonna run late to so things like that homeowners jobs that we're at right now homeowners they call us they want to talk to us they they want to add new things or they want to take the things out from from the original contract so i have to be available all the time so i think i think about like the hardest thing about my my job is probably the, the timing the you know i have i wake up and i gotta make sure that the guys are you know uh they need what they, they have what they need i gotta make sure that you know where they go they have everything there I have to make sure that the jobs that we're at right now, they're covered. I have people there. I have to make sure the guys get there on time. I have to make sure that, you know, all the materials arrive on time. And um, I just keep track on all the quotes that I send. You know, if I don't hear back from a homeowner in the next two days, I give them a text and I just tell them, hey, you know, I'm just uh, wondering if you're still interested in that, you know, quote that we send over. And some get back to me, some don't. So it's just, I think that that management, I think that's the busiest, the busiest thing for me. I have to manage the whole company, and uh, my dad right now, what he does, he just, he just goes to the job sites as well. He just takes a look at it. He runs errands and stuff like that. But now he wants me to kind of like start taking in charge of all that. Uh, and I tell him, you know, it's it's good that he's been doing this for more than, uh, more than uh, seventeen years. So I think he should kind of like take some time off, just relax a little bit, not to put too much pressure on it. But now all that pressure is going on to me. So I think that management is the, the hardest part for me to do it, especially at a young age. Sure. And is there something that you wish your clients knew that they often don't know? You know, I, I get a lot of uh, 
yeah, you know, I got a lot of um clients that they want to add small things to to their to their job, and and they think you know because it's, a, it's such a small thing, it's, it shouldn't be too expensive, or it should be you know sometimes throwing for free. Um, and it's hard to to let them know you know that time is money. It's hard to let them know that you know the time that I waste to get the the materials that I need for that small area. Uh, my gas, you know, my time, the meetings I have to postpone or the meetings I have to, you know, tell them I'm going to be running late because, of, you know, I have to do something else. All that, you know, they, they don't take all that in mind. So um, I have some people just, you know, they want to do like a new, a small, small retaining wall, probably like 10 feet long and probably like a foot high. And they think, you know, I charge them, I charge them, uh, you know, not, not so much, but not, you know, enough to cover my, my time, my labor and my materials and, and, when they see the the area and they're like, oh, it's so small, you know, it shouldn't be that much. They don't take in mind that my guys have to take half of the day to work on that, you know, and, and they lose, you know, the other half and they have to do that. They have to run to the store, get those materials. I have to, you know, go over here, make the paperwork for a change order. Uh, I like to have everything in, in contract. I like to have everything on paper signed by them, making sure that, you know, later on they told me, you know, they signed the paper that they're going to pay me that, that, that area. Cause I have some clients uh, at the end, you know, they they kind of don't want to pay um, or, or they think that, you know, small things like that should be kind of throwing it for free. So I think that for my clients, something that I would like them to know is just that, you no, know, even the smallest things, you know, cost a lot of money. Not probably just not because, like, you know, the way it looks, but the time, the effort that we have to put in and, and things like that. Yeah, very good point. So what's next for you and your company? I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of ideas. I have, a, you know... I have vision. I always tell my dad, um, I don't want to just own, you know, this company. I kind of want to have more things out there. Um, I want to, I want to kind of like have our company known, not only in the landscaping area, but also kind of like, you know, making houses. We, I, that's been a dream of mine. I would like to uh, later on build a house for, for my family, for myself and the way I want it and, and do the landscape, the one, I, the one, the way I want it, you know? So, me doing the the business that I do right now, I have a lot of contacts. I have a lot of people who do roofing, general contractors, you know, uh, people that do the same job as I do. Sometimes when I'm really, really busy and, you know, um, I give it to them and I make a little small profit, you know, and they take in charge of that. Um, but I told my dad, you know, I don't want to just have CR paving. I don't just want to have that company. I kind of want to have something else. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of expand this company into something big, you know, also as well, kind of like investing in houses and, you know, make, just say that, you know, CR Paving did this house or, you know, we built this whole house or we're, we're investing in, in other, other companies as well, making small companies grow, you know, so kind of like partner up with other companies as well. Just, I think that's, that's my, my, my biggest vision right now is just kind of expanding it, not only into the landscaping, hardscape, but to other areas as well. Do you have any tips for what's the most effective use of someone's money if they want to present their driveway for when they're going to put on the market? So I think it's just, you know, uh, the tip is like, if you're looking to kind of like just sell the house and make some profit out of it, make it look nice. You don't have to go super fancy or anything like that. You know, just something small that you do to a house, it increases the value. You know, if you, if you have a torn out fence and you just make that fence whole new, you, you know, it brings a couple of thousands up, up to, to value for the house. Um, you know, a lot of people, uh, they like to stay simple, you know, nice colors, really nice. They don't like to go too, too bad. So you know, jobs like that. I like to do jobs like that. I like, you know, when somebody comes and tells me, you know, I want ten thousand dollar worth of job. I want twenty thousand, thirty thousand, or you no. Know, they 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 tell me a budget they already have in mind, 
and I kind of like design them an idea and I tell them, you know, this is going to look nice. It's going to increase your value and, and things like that. So you don't have to go crazy all the time. You don't have to like make the whole thing look, you know, astonished. You put lights in it. Cause we, I mean, we can do lighting. We can do lights on the borders for the, for the driveways, for walkways. It makes it look really nice, but as well, you're spending a lot of money when, when you do that. So I think just that tip is that, you know, you don't have to go crazy in order to kind of add value to your house. Just something small that you do, you know, just make new lawn, you know, new irrigation, new plants, things like that. And like, yeah, it doesn't cost like $10,000 to do that kind of work, right? I mean, if you're looking just to kind of do normal grass, probably two, 300 square feet of normal grass, you know, uh, small plants around, you're, you're probably even looking about 3,000, you know, 3,500, uh, keeping it under those like $5,000 range. That's that, I think that's a reasonable amount to spend in a front yard with all new plants, you know, some fruit trees and some, uh, some mulch, some, uh, ground cover and all new irrigation, things like that. Some stepping stones so you can, you know, walk around there. Yeah. We can keep it under like five grand. Yeah. And it makes such a huge difference, right? That curb appeal. So worth it. You know, you have a lot of weeds and then all of a sudden we take all that out and we just, you know, do that landscape, ground cover, small plants, uh, really colorful plants, make make the house look really nice. We kind of like like to combine the the ground cover, which is like bark or, or pebbles or pea gravel uh, close to the color of the house or or to the driveway or things like that. So it makes it look nice. And just small things like that make a huge difference and a huge impact on the value of the house. So what do you guys usually service? So we service everywhere, all Bay Area. Um, I've had some people, you know, like they like to buy houses and flip them, but they don't do too many here in this area. And I always tell them if, if the price is good and you accept you accept a price, we're willing to go even to Santa Rosa. We go to Tracy, Livermore. Uh, we go everywhere, you know, half in Bay. We, right now I'm currently a lot of in, in Milpitas and Los Altos, uh, San Jose. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in Mountain View and Sunnyvale. And in those areas right now, but you know, my dad has done houses you know, over there in Santa Rosa, you know, and I, like I said, if, if the job is right, the, you know, the job is going to leave us enough profit to travel that distance. Uh, we're able to take it on. Is there any final words you'd like to say before we end the show today? Uh, well, yeah, I want to say thank you for having me here on the show. Um, you know, I, I hope that we can work uh, in the future for more houses and, you know, any, anybody out there listening, any investors who want to do something small to the house, something big, they want to sell their house, they want to do any cleanups, you know, um, you know, they can contact us at CR Paving. Uh, no job is too small or too big for us. You know, we like to take out any job. I like to see the happiness on people when they see their yards just all renewed. They, they see the yard all new and everything. And I've had some people telling me that um, they haven't used the whole backyard in months because it's been a, it's been a disaster. And we come in and then their kids are out there playing and everything. So we like to see the happiness. We like to bring things out to life. I mean, that's my backyard. You should see my house house. Oh. Like, it's a mess, dude. I just had a mastermind at my house today with a bunch of people. We all came through and then they looked at my backyard. They're like, Damn. so Sean, would you like a cash offer for your home? And I'm like, come. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's, it's really crazy because, um, you know, my dad always tells me in this house, we, you know, a lot of, gardeners live here because i mean i myself i also have like a uh like around 30 houses that i have a crew that cleans it on friday and saturdays we do regular maintenance so i have all those machinery you know lawnmowers leaf blowers i have everything um and our front and backyard is also you know full of weeds disaster you know so my dad tells me 
landscapers live in this house and look at our house and you know we keep we, we keep all the houses really really nice beautiful looking and our house is all a mess you know so i tell them that i'm too tired to be cleaning my house sometimes right. we want to go out and look for a gardener to come clean my house and then i'm just like man i'm a gardener myself so, so it's crazy it's crazy because i mean we get too busy and like like you said sometimes we don't you know i don't take care of my yard and it's just it's a mess here but when we go to the houses i want everything to look really nice no weeds anywhere I come home, a lot of weeds, and I'm just like, eh, next week, maybe. I'll clean that out next week, and it goes on and on. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, I'm a house flipper. My houses that I flip look really great, right? But then my own house is so crappy. It's yeah, so good. odd. Yeah. It is. All right, cool. So how can people get in contact with you? So um, recently, I actually just made a, a swad, just made an Instagram page not too long ago, like two days ago. Uh, you guys can check out. I'm, I'm going to be posting a lot of videos and a lot of uh pictures there of like before and after that's something i really like to do is something I, an idea i'd also have I'm, I'm, a, I'm an idea guy i told my dad you know what i'm gonna go to best buy buy a drone uh, i bought a drone and i like to take pictures of houses before we start them after and throughout the process so we start making i start making a catalog put the address and when people ask me oh have you done you know a wall have you done driveways like this you know i can look back through those catalogs and, and tell them this is how it looked and this is how it looks now uh, so i like to take pictures so that's what i'm gonna be doing right now uh, I bought a professional camera as well to take pictures so I can upload them on my new uh, Instagram page. We also have one, our website my dad created a couple years ago. Uh, it's uh, crpavingandlandscaping.com. Uh, phone number as well. You can either contact me or my dad. Uh, my phone number is just uh, 650-861-9067. Um, and we also have a Facebook page, CR Paving, and Yelp page, CR Paving and Landscaping. Perfect. And I think that's a really smart idea, like getting more content out there, showing your videos of before and after they can see your work. They can know who you are. If you're talking about, oh, this is the kind of job we did yeah. and post them on YouTube or post them on Instagram. You can also write blog posts too. I would say, oh, you know, top 10 ways to keep your garden fresh or like here are the top ways to make your garden waterless or whatever. Here are the top 10 paper patterns, et cetera, et cetera. I was thinking about that. I was I was going on YouTube the other day and I was just, you know, kind of checking out. I was like, you know what? I, I want new ideas on, on you know, yards, how people are doing it right now, how people are maintaining or, or how they're updating their yards. And, and I started seeing a lot of uh, companies or start, you know, this is how a $20,000 job looks like. And then, you know, they, they record from day one to day, you know, to the last day. And uh, they do like a time lapse. It goes around really fast, but it's just, it's really nice. You know, how, the, how they work, how the whole process. So a lot of people go on there and they see it. And I think that's, that's a good way to kind of like put your, your company out there. So that things that I got to take in mind, just like, like I mentioned earlier in the video, I, I have to kind of manage my time, make sure that I have all that time to, to, you know, to add those small things. But like right now I just created that Instagram page. I'm, I'm hoping to get a lot of followers, a lot of people who own houses, who like to invest in houses as yourself and, uh, they see the jobs that we do and start, you know, contacting us from there. So I like to have my name out there. My dad is just, you know, he's like I said, he's like a calm guy. We get a lot of jobs from, you know, references, a lot of friends and, and colleagues. You know, sometimes it's crazy because I got um, I, I did a job a couple of months ago in San Bruno, uh, a lady in a hospital. She works at Stanford. And then we just did one here by my house. And one day this lady said, oh, I'm. I'm looking forward to have a gardener. And then this guy heard her and he's like, oh, you should contact, you know, Jerson, CR Paving. And she's like, oh, you know, he does my gardening right now. He's, you know, so I was doing two guys at, a, at the same job. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a small world. A lot of people, some sometimes people hear, you know, 
other people want to do their yards and we we work with them in the past and they recommend us a lot. So right now the a lot of jobs that we're doing are recommendations. A lot of family members, friends, and something that I also started doing uh, not too long ago is that uh, I tell the the homeowners if you have friends who want to do a yard cleanup, pavers, whatever, we are starting to do a little bonus. You know, depending on how big the job is, we give you. You know, we come and we sign if we sign a contract with your friend or with your family member. We let you know, and we also come and drop off like a small, you know, a cashier's check of a small bonus. You know, it can be anything from 150 to like $600, $700, just for giving us, a, you know, that contact information. We end up signing a job. We, nice. I just, I just signed a job. is a uh, 59,000 in in San Jose. It kind of like me, Peter's area. Um, it was from a friend. Um, you know, he went to his backyard. He saw it. He he told us, you know, I want you guys to do our our job. And his friend was talking a lot of good things about us. So his friend gave me a call like two weeks ago. He said, you know, I'm ready. Come give me a quote. My quote was a little higher than the rest of the, the other companies. And he told me and he said, but I already seen your job. I already seen how you work. So I'm willing to put in that extra little, you know, more money into it because, you know, I already saw the job that you did for my friend. So I signed the contract with them and I gave his uh, his friend a small, small bonus. For, for doing that. So a lot of people out there, you know, if you guys just want to make a small little profit, you know, $200, $600, just, you know, tell your friends that we're out here that, you know, that we're willing to do your yards pretty good, your driveways, make them all new. And yeah, that's, that's some way you can get a little bit more money. Nice. I mean, without even asking for a referral bonus, you know, I brought you on here today because you guys have did my projects on Newhall Street and on uh, San Miguel. Yeah. So if anyone who's listening now, they can go check out my website, everythingrei.com slash projects. And you can check out some of my projects on Newhall and San Miguel and see their work for my driveways. That's right. Yeah. That that job came out pretty good. I wish we could have done the whole, you know, the whole driveway. But like you said, you know, you were trying to sell the house. So we kept it into that budget. But I know if we did the whole thing, it would have been even better. And, uh, but Hey man, that's what, that's what a budget's yeah, for, right? Well, you have a budget working. I respect that. I mean, we still did a lot of things there. We still, you know, we still got to, um, you know, I, I drive by there. Um, I actually have one of your neighbors, uh, well, one of the guys who lived there around the corner, he, he gave me a call last week, told me to, uh, he wanted to call for a new driveway. So I gave him a call. I got to check up with him again. Um, I got to ask him if he's still interested. He want to do his driveway exactly the way you do yours. So nice. you know, some some people drive by and they they see our job and they, they you know I like it I want I want to get a quote from you guys and fifty uh, fifty sometimes we get it sometimes we don't you know it's all right man but you guys keep doing good job you're gonna get more referrals and it's gonna be all good in the end yeah you know I hope so you know I always thank God for everything that he's he's done I'm a young guy you know I'm a young parent and I'm over here you know just being very successful in life. Uh, blessed to have what I have, blessed to have uh, my dad started this company, letting me take over, me and my brother. My brother doesn't really do that much except for designing and contracts. He He's a very shy person. He doesn't like to go and talk to homeowners. So it's always me, you know, and, and I love to do that. So I think loving to do what you, you know, like a job that you love to do, it's a job that you're going to do good in, you know, in the future, in the long run. It's a job that you're going to succeed in because if you love to do what you're doing right now, you know, you should just keep keep doing it, no matter what people tell you. Um, I mean, I didn't I didn't finish college. I'm thinking about going to college, but it's just just too much time that this company is taking away from me right now. But I just love it. I just love to do what I'm doing right now, and the money that I make, I think it's enough for me to, you know, support my family and and, and pay for everything that I'm paying for, giving myself some luxurious things. You know, treat yourself. You know, you got to treat yourself all the time. And every time I land the contract. 
I go to a store, I, I buy just stupid things. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta, you gotta know how to treat yourself. You know, all that money that you make hard effort, hard, you know, hard work, you gotta go out and, and kind of enjoy it as well. Hell yeah. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. All right. Very cool, man. So thanks a lot for all your help today. Or thanks a lot for all the tips you gave today about, you know, telling us about landscaping and hardscaping and, uh, you know, looking forward to working with you again in the future. Oh yeah, totally. Me too. You know, uh, I really, like I said, I want to get in that world of investing. I want to invest in houses. So, you know, you can learn a lot from us. I'm pretty sure we're going to learn a lot from you and, you know, other, other friends that you have, a lot of investors. Uh, yeah. So like I said, you know, if you're a new investor who's just starting up, bought a first house, don't want to spend too much money, just by doing something small in your front yard can increase the value of the house. You don't have to go crazy, you know? All right, man. So thank you again. And I'll see you around next time. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Bye. Here are some of the key takeaways from this episode. Concrete and asphalt are the cheapest ways to redo your driveway, but asphalt doesn't look good and concrete cracks relatively quickly. Jerson recommends his buyers to use pavers because they look better, they last longer, and they're only moderately more expensive. And when it comes to prices and quotes, it's not about just getting a dollar per square foot price. These prices can vary depending on what the landscape looks like. So make sure the contractor actually gets to walk the job before giving you a bid. And if you're interested in working with Jerson's team, give him a call. You can find more information in the show notes on our site, everythingrei.com. Hope y'all learned a lot. Thanks and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It'll take less than a second and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N-R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Thanks and have a great day.